Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Well, here we are. It's 11.14-ish on the East Coast, and welcome in to the July 15th edition of the AEW Collision Show here on Fightful's YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much. Colliders assemble. We have not one, not two, but three hours of professional wrestling that we have to cover tonight with you, Chino, Iridian Ferrero, and Cresta, the star, here the gang is back. We are ready to rock and roll, and we are ready to talk with you guys about everything that we saw go down tonight. And boy, oh boy. So you know how, like, some nights are like, you know, an EKG machine, and it's beeping, and it's going up, and there's highs and lows, and you're riding just a, just a roller coaster? Tonight was a straight ski slope. Like, it peaked in the opening with FTR and Bullet Club Gold, and then it was a, a steady steady decline and then it just fell off a cliff with battle of the belts and uh we will dive into uh, all of it iridian you look annoyed already honestly i am thank you for noticing <laughs> uh, what a complete mess i feel like i watched a whole lot of nothing tonight you know i feel like i didn't miss anything um, I was very confused. I also have very minimal notes, so that should say it all because I am a note taker, if that's one thing. Sure. And I literally have maybe half a page of notes. I don't even have complete sentences. And um, I, I don't know. I wasn't impressed. I'm actually very, very disappointed. So um, yeah, I, I don't honestly have no words for what that last hour was, even the second hour of collision. But I know we'll get into it. So, yeah, yeah, we got we, we'll get we'll spend guys just the heads up. We're going to spend a lot of time on actual collision. Yeah, we're we're not going to spend a ton of time on Battle of the Belts tonight because I was always taught right to spend more times on. I like to be positive. I don't like to crap on things. OK. <laughs> There's not a whole lot that I can pick out of Battle of the Belts and, and really kind of shine a positive light on. 
but we got to cover it and we will. So get your Humper Chats in, get your Super Chats in. We will read them all throughout the entirety of the show. And, you know, we'll, we'll spend a lot of time tonight talking about Bullet Club Gold and FTR because that deserves a shit ton of time, Cresta. How are you this evening? You actually... You actually had like an option or a choice or uh, a, a scheduling conflict. You could have either been on the the impact post show or with us here. Um, life decisions. How, how you how you feeling about them right now? So I woke up with a sore throat and I've been on vocal rest all day and I stayed quiet for this. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Honestly, I was watching both at the same time and I got to shout out the impact crew. There was bangers after bangers. And I, I have thought about ditching you guys, especially by this, <laughs> by the time battle of the belts really got underway. I was like, Oh man, I made a mistake. <laughs> like it's no shame. The, the first hour collision was superb. I'll even give you the second hour to the 30 minutes. It's all right. But like Battle of the Belts, why you do this to me? I try to be positive, but <laughs> goodbye, y'all. It's been fun. Now I got to go. I'm going to go be Joel. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We got a uh, super chat here from August 3 that says, uh, and God said to AEW, thou shall not have a third hour of programming ever again. Battle of the mm -hmm. Belts needs to end after tonight it's funny i said the same dang thing in our yeah. little uh, preview show powwow and uh yeah i don't know if battle of the belts eight needs to be a thing and if and if you're gonna present it like it's a big deal and you're gonna put it on television you're gonna tack it on to the end of what was already a stack show uh -huh. you had literally at the end of the day you had and I know they try to stack Battle of the Belts with these title matches, but we all knew no, we all knew the result of what these title matches were going to be before this show even happened. Your yeah. biggest things happened before that. Like anything that actually mattered tonight happened in the two hours prior. So if you're going to put it on again, if you're going to do Battle of the Belts 8 and you're going to tack it on already into the end of a, a collision, something actually of substance needs to happen in that third hour. Yeah, if you're going to have a third hour, it's got to be good, right? You can't have people watch two hours of wrestling and then be tired afterwards or be like, man, you know what? I have to switch. I have to watch something else, especially when you have another wrestling show happening at the same time. Yeah, like one of the wrestling yeah. shows happening you, at the same time. Exactly. You want to keep the fan. And it just was messy it was not even a fun time you know because sometimes chaos is a little fun but it was not that at all and Cresta, i was messaging you in the morning because you were like well maybe i should do impact and i said girl please <laughs> i said please do not leave me you are my tag team partner in this show the girlies gotta stick together so i might be a little bit to blame for you not being able to watch impact i apologize but i'm no, glad <laughs> that you are here with me today we're suffering together listen i thought it was gonna be four of us sean said good luck nerds <laughs> sean said i'm out i'm the boss i don't have to be on here <laughs> I mean, overall, like, <clears throat> I I agree with what you said because it's kind of frustrating. Like you said, you have you had Slammiversary on. You had AAA on. You had, I think, the G1 is getting ready to start. Yeah. You have options. I was, I have faith in you, AEW. Mix it up. Tony Storm could have lost her belt here. Come on now. Come on now. Orange Cassidy could have lost his belt here. But once again, AEW proven that Lance Archer, you can win everywhere else. But here. But here. <laughs> Yeah, so look, this this whole third hour was a comedy of errors, starting with the fact that once again, for I think the 
37th time roughly in Lance Archer's AEW career. He has a match that is handed to him that he should win easily, extremely easily. And somehow he finds a way to, to lose that match or at the very least not win that match. Um, Orange Cassidy's got a busted hand. He's got a busted rib. It looks like, you know, they're literally rattling. They're starting to rattle off his injuries as he's coming. And that's the story they're trying to tell is by hook or by crook. He's got to find a way to hang on to the title. But this did Lance Archer no favors. We haven't seen a whole lot of Lance Archer lately. And he comes back and it's immediately more of the same. You could have made a statement like, hey, we're actually going to do something with uh -huh. this monster. This unstoppable force who is actually quite easily stopped. <laughs> like he, this guy during the match, the match even itself, like, I'm like, he, why is he spending so much time attacking the security guards? None of that made any, any sense whatsoever. They like orange Cassidy stacks the security guards on top of him, and he immediately gets up. And like they're, they were obviously setting up for the count out victory early on in this match. And then when it actually happened, like the crowd was like pissed about it. I'm just sitting here going, what are we doing guys like this? Lance Archer deserves better than this. Like outside of the one time he beat John Moxley, name me one big, like Lance Archer win. Not in, not in AEW. Mm -hmm. He beat um Trent last night from best friend. So I, when he beat him, I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe they're going to do something. I was wrong. <laughs> Also, I did not recognize the man who was outside looking like Mr. Polar Express. I said, who is ringside? And it was Jake the Snake. I said, sir. He was rocking his Canadian tuxedo. I said, oh my God. Who are you? And I was like, who is this man? I had no idea. And then I went in the chat and I'm like, oh my God, it's Jake the Snake. He was out there also trying to shine and it was not working. Lance was like, no, this is my time. And then Lance didn't even win. That's embarrassing. Point. <laughs> I will say Orange Cassidy hitting the DDT in front of Jake the Snake and throwing up the little thumbs up was the highlight of the match. That, that was the highlight. So there yeah. look, it's all positive. All right, again, I try to be positive, but this this match fell flat to me. Uh and which is a shame because Orange Cassidy has just been hitting dinger after dinger after dinger with these with these international championship defenses. Uh, and this one just, you know, fell flat. Then we get acclaimed and daddy ass who come out and this whole segment went off the rails right off the bat. Uh, Max's rap uh, kind of landed a little bit flat tonight and they can't all be winners, but it just seems like this was th there was a snowball effect from the opening match and it rolled right into the acclaimed and like the they're laughing in the ring. They can't get out what they're trying to say. And all it ends up being is, oh, hey, we want a piece of QT Marshall, but next week we get our, our trios championship rematch on collision. So we're going to get the acclaimed against House of Black next week. I feel like commentary could have just said that, and we didn't really need this segment tonight, Cresta. Everybody loves the acclaimed. I mean, I will disagree with you. I'm always critical of Max Caster's raps. He actually had some flow tonight. It just wasn't funny. And not everything's going to be funny, but it actually was, was pretty smooth. Um, this, I agree with you. The dissonance from that first match, the way it ended, bled over into this. But I popped when Daddy asked that he was going to scissor us all. But I am <laughs> saved. I'm giving myself up to God. So get your head out of the guzzer. I knew he meant peace sign. Yes. yes, but leave it to daddy ass. He, he's definitely going to 
gonna blur the lines. What was he talking? He was talking about cowgirls and that being his weakness. And then he's like trying to correct himself, like, "Yeah, hey, well, it used to be. It used to be. It used to be my lifestyle and where I would go." I'm like, "Dude, just get on with the dang promo, will you?" <laughs> my God. Uh, and then everything. <laughs> and then everything really just went to hell, right? Because, and Cresta, this is something that you were you talked about before we came on the air tonight. The next match that we get is Tony Storm versus Taya Valkyrie which should have been the main event tonight. Um, I 100% agree with you. I'll let you go on your rant there. Uh, but if we, if this match is the main event tonight, then what happens, you know, they lose the satellite feed. All right. You can't like, you can't blame the weather stuff happens. Apparently there's a really bad storm going on in Calgary. They lost the satellite feed. We pretty much lost the entirety of Tony Storm versus Taya Valkyrie. And uh -huh. it sucks. Technical issues are what they are. And it's like, I had I don't know what you guys saw. Because we I, we probably all watch it on different uh, streaming services or whatnot. So I'm on uh -huh. YouTube, t YouTube TV. The satellite completely cuts out. It fades to black. Then I have about three minutes first of uh, worth of commercials. And then they start playing uh, Julia Hart's match. Yeah, from last week, a, a, a squash match from last week. And then we cut back and it's Ian Riccoboni at the commentators table saying, hey, welcome back, everybody. We 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 realized that uh, we had some technical difficulties. There's a bad storm going on. But uh, thanks for coming back and joining us. Didn't really didn't tell us who won the match. I thought I didn't tell us who won the match. I honestly can't even tell you what was going through my mind because. I, at first, I looked outside and I'm like, is it raining? Because, you know, my signal goes out sometimes when it rains. And, you know, it happens to everybody. So I'm like, all right, it's not raining. The TV's not doing anything. Is it me? Did I sit on? It's like, do you remember that <laughs> terrible Super Bowl commercial where people thought like it was, the, you know, they changed the channel or whatever? It was like that. I thought I accidentally changed something. And no. And then they come back and I'm like, oh, Julia. All right. I guess Julia has a match Weird. tonight. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That's Bambi. This is not a recent, it's not a new match. This is not recent. This is from last week. So I get in my chats and I'm like, is everyone having the same problem? And everyone was. So I'm glad I wasn't the only one. But then I'm like, wait, so who won the match? What is happening? And then you cut to Ian with his cowboy hat on and Nigel. And they're like, well, sorry, Tony Storm. And I'm like, Tony Storm, what? They didn't explain it. They didn't say who won. I'm very confused. And then TNT on Twitter says like, whoops, guys, sorry, we spilled something on our, on our, that was a great tweet for anybody like, who's a Homestar runner fan. That was a fantastic tweet. And I immediately <laughs> forgive them. Okay. But, uh, unless you're an old guy like me who grew up watching that website, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I was very, the confused. whole thing, the whole thing was a calamity. Now, what I will say is, um, there's a pretty good chance maybe they didn't know when the audience came back because mm -hmm. they, they came back right near the uh, conclusion of the match, like seconds after. So there's a chance that until it was several minutes before somebody saw people bitching about it on Twitter, like, oh, hey, we should probably announce who won the match because nobody seems to have saw it, which eventually they did. They told us that. Tony Storm did win the match ahead of the main event tonight. And then they actually showed it to us after the main event tonight. Uh, if you missed it, uh, Ruby Soho on the outside punched Taya Valkyrie and then Tony Storm hits her finisher and she wins. So that's, we, we, instead of 
watching the bullshit, we got a bullshit finish. So, you know, there was there was bullshit all around in this uh in this women's title match tonight. But yes, Cresta, I agree with you. This why was this not the main event tonight? My name is Cresta Star, and right now I sound like Deborah from Shipping, and I have an opinion. I don't understand why this wasn't on last. I feel like if this is your main women's title, this should be on par or right underneath your main men's title. Why was your secondary title going on last? Give these women that respect. I would have rather missed the ending of Luchasaurus versus Sean Spears over Tony Storm and Taya Valkyrie. And I feel like this is a complaint that people, fans, and wrestlers alike will give AEW the shit for because it's like, bro, I want to see women's wrestling. And when we get it, it's either one match or in this case, you can't blame the technical difficulties. But again, why yeah. was not your main women's title on last? Give it the respect like it's a main title. I was that miffed me. That miffed me. But I will say, I just found it funny that uh Tony Storm did not come out alone and won. And Ruby Soho came out alone and lost. So yeah. I'll you know, do with that information I, as you will. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't get that. And we'll we'll get to that when we uh, start talking about uh, re- uh collision tonight, but yeah, man. First or last, this this yeah. should have had a prime spot yeah. on the show, not wedged in the middle between uh, two promo segments. That's that's what it was. It was wedged in between two promo segments because we came out of whatever it was with the acclaimed and daddy ass that they got off. Then they did this match. We lost it. Then we come back and we see the um, coronation of the new uh, Owen Hart winners, which we'll get to. And then we roll into our main event, which was Sean Spears and Luchasaurus. And because some, because some things ran over time tonight, right? So some things ran over time. And like during that first match, did you notice between orange Cassidy and, and uh, Lance Archer, it seemed like they didn't know when to go to commercial break. Like yes. they kept saying, we're going to go a lot. We're going to go to break. Oh wait, no, we're not. Yeah. Wait, no. Yes. Yes, we are. The timing for Battle of the Belt seemed to be all off because the main event of uh, Collision ran over. So it threw off the timing of everything. And then all of a sudden we get to the bell rings for our main event. We get about 60 seconds into it. There's six minutes left in the show and they take a commercial break. A majority. Like, what? The majority of this match was commercials. And I was like, what is. I stopped writing those. Your main event, a majority of your main event is in picture in picture. This whole entire Battle of the Belts was just one comedy of errors after another. It, it was a snowball effect, and it just kept rolling, and they just could not, yeah. unfortunately, right the ship. Um, they did announce, by the way, that the Tony Storm and Ty Valkyrie match in its entirety is available on the TNT app for free so you can go back and and you can watch that same with what you missed for the uh main event which the ending saw uh sean spears get chokeslammed through a table on the outside uh he gets a hope spot roll up ends up kicking out of a chokeslam in the middle of the ring and then christian distraction luchasaurus uh hits a lariat ends up retaining the tnt championship and then christian is holding it up like uh you know fresh born simba uh iridian what (laughs) what did you think about what we saw of the uh, main event today um, well, the three minutes that we did get to see, um, it was all right. I saw Christian take off his jacket and he has a little turtleneck on with like no sleeves, which is a look, honestly. I think if anybody was going to save this match, thank you, Krista, for honoring Christian tonight. 
if anybody was going to save this match, it was going to be Christian, right? And his little booties with his little outfit that he had on today. And <laughs> he really couldn't even do that. I'm like, you know what? Christian only has so much power. And the 10 o'clock Central Standard Time hits here. And then people are chanting in the crowd, overtime and i wrote no please end this <laughs> so i'm like we gotta look, go Sean Spears deserved the overtime though like he 100 deserved that overtime and look uh the commercial break took me out of it and i was exhausted yeah. by you know the end of it I, yeah, it's my wife's birthday today i've been up early i've been doing a lot of different stuff happy, happy birthday by the way to my lovely wife nine years um but so it's been a long day with the kids and everything like that. So I'm sitting here and I'm going, okay, I had to drink a cup of coffee before, you know, even FTR and bullet club gold hit. Right. So yeah. I'm sitting here and I'm watching this and I'm going, yeah, let's end this. But at the end there, Cresta, they gave us a couple of really nice near falls and it was a nice little run there for, for Sean Spears. At least he didn't bow out of it, but this is another one of these guys where they're like talking about it's his first shot at the TNT championship. And I can't help but go, why yeah. why is it his first shot at the tnt championship like i know he took time off for uh you know when uh, his wife had a baby and everything like that but like man this feels like another one of these guys that we talk about when you list them off right the miro all-stars of aew another oh, one of wow. these guys another wow. one of these guys who's just been completely underutilized for the last yeah. couple of years now i said we're gonna add miro lance archer <laughs> Trent, Sean Spears, for a hot minute, and even kind of now, Malachi and the House of Black, uh, Dark Order. I will say this. I have no notes for this match. I started watching it. It hit the commercial. I had on Slammiversary on my other monitor, and Josh Alexander came back. And I was like, <laughs> I tried to get back into it. I really did. But I think Battle of the Belts also suffered from what Raw suffers from. By the third hour, I can't. Unless you have something going on where I didn't realize that we're already at hour two and a half. Uh, by the by hour, the end of hour two, I'm like, oh, come on. I don't, I don't get paid by the hour. Come on. Like, yeah. it, it's a lot. Yeah, well, and look, and again, no disrespect, because listen, listen to the words I just said about Sean Spears, okay? Raw does not close hour three with a Sean Spears versus Luchasaurus type match it's got cody rhodes in the main event it's got kevin owens in the main event it's got seth rollins in the main event something becky lynch in the main event trish Stratus, something to keep saying crap i gotta see how this plays out uh -huh. right this whole entire battle of the belts felt very very missable and unfortunately uh we missed a good chunk of the main event due to commercial breaks and we missed a good chunk of the women's title match due to technical difficulties got some uh, super chats in here brent lockman Says the uh, TSN feed glitched out. They're still going, going, and Ian is just singing along to the Ring of Honor theme. Uh, Brian Medina says uh, they're trying to make Battle of the Belts like WCW Clash of Champions, and some of the Clash uh, were pretty bad, he says. Darren Waller, Battle of the Belts can be a good show, but those title matches uh, have got to be uh, planned out long-term rather than at a uh -huh. short notice. And Hold on, I Rick. Let yeah. me jump in with that one. Because I will say yeah. Battle of the Belts, if it was just structured differently, and like this yeah. um, Super Humper chat said, if you actually planned something, Battle of the Belts might have been a banger. But this, did we just add the Lance Archer match last night on Rampage? Yeah. Like, these all could have been bangers if it was structured different and, like, if there was some buildup. I totally agree with that. I'm sorry. I had to jump in while I was outside of a club, Outside of, like, two weeks, right? Because they did do a little buildup <laughs> to Sean Spears and, and Luchasaurus. They did do a little bit of a buildup between Tony Storm and, and Taya Valkyrie. But 
yeah, it, it's not a lot. It, like I said, there, it's it's not like a now if they had put, let's say, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland on this, something that they have put literally a damn year into. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're hooking the audience in. All right, and it just tonight kind of feels like what WWE has done with Starcast. Like, hey, it's like a really overglorified house show, but nothing of any kind of substance is is really going to be done on on battle of the belts uh chad 722 says uh julia hart squashed her opponent into next week but um it's very good chad i appreciate that thank you guys so much for the uh super chats and the humper chats and your super humper chats and and whatever what else we can call them get them in uh we're going to get into uh all of that uh the entirety of the show we will uh, make sure we get all of those read uh on the air tonight but first things first before we dive into the good all right we we already the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling that's it it's that easy it's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Went through the bad and the ugly. All right, so that's good. We, we wiped that clean. Now we can get into good stuff at Collision. But first things first, a message from our fearless leader. We've been telling you about the benefits of fitbod.me slash PPV for quite a while now, but there's so much more. 150,000 five-star reviews, over 5 million downloads, 400 million workouts logged. A lot of people have tried out FitBod, and now you can too. You can get 25% off at fitbod.me slash ppv all of your subscriptions give you full access to their premium features you need to stop guessing and start working they have daily workouts that generate your workout of the day based on your muscle freshness preferred muscle group and things that you want to target there's equipment selection so maybe one day you have bands maybe one day you don't maybe you have weights one day maybe the next you don't maybe all you have is the ability to do body weight exercises they help you out by using the equipment that you have available. There's goal and experience settings. There's muscle recovery. You can connect to your Apple Health, your Fitbit, your Strava, all that good stuff at fitbod.me slash ppv. Street counters, timed intervals, circuits and supersets, and you can ask trainer or ask a trainer if uh, the video demonstrations and exercise instructions are not good enough for you. Fitbod.me slash PPV. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash PPV. Thank you very much, Sean. Welcome back to the AEW Collision Post Show here on Fightful. Uh, make sure to subscribe to Fightful Select. Just $5 and you get uh, all of Sean Ross app's uh, big scoops. Uh, if you're curious maybe about, you know, why Eric Young showed up uh, in Impact tonight when he was under WWE contract for 
Uh, several months uh, toward the end of last year, Sean broke the news, told you all about it. You would have known about it prior to the show tonight, and you wouldn't have been as confused as when Eric Young uh, showed up there. And if I, by the way, if you didn't know that, sorry, spoiler alert. Anyway, five full select, just $5. Uh, make sure to go ahead and like this video, by the way, guys. Over 400 people in the chat. If we could all just get a quick little, little click, little thumbs up. Any kind of emoji you want to throw out there, I don't care. Just make sure you some kind of engagement would be great because it really helps drive up our audience. And if you haven't subscribed yet to the Fightful YouTube channel, what are you waiting for? Hit the subscribe button, and while you're at it, go subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. Uh, there's so much going on here at Fightful. There's an entire channel for the overflow of great stuff, and it's not even extra. It's not like, I'm, don't, don't get me wrong, it's not extra. There's just so much great content here at Fightful. We need two YouTube channels to cram it all in there. So go ahead and hit subscribe and follow these lovely leaders on the uh, Twitter machine and on the threads and anything else. You can see their handles there. And if you want, you can follow my dumb ass too. It is what it is. Uh, so, all right, guys, let's dive into the actual good part of the show. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, honestly, uh, Iridium, what, what do you even say about FTR and Bullet Club Gold tonight? Um, last week's match was off the chain. This week's match was just a thing of, of art. And they took the entire hour, right? Entrances and everything bell rings. They went like 58, 59 minutes, almost ran into the, uh, timeout for the match, which I was afraid they were going to end up doing. And then we're going to have to come up with some other kind of stipulation. So I'm glad that we got a, a strict win and I'll break down the big points of the match as we move forward, but just kind of like overall after you had a moment to kind of soak in that match, which FTR did win, right? They, they did win. They retained uh, in a very, very Canadian way. Did they retain this? This whole night was like a love fest for, for Brett, Canada. No. Uh, for Brett and Owen and Canada. And that was one thing that I did really, really enjoy, especially the first two hours of collision with the Owen Hart tournament, everything right down to CM Punk's trunks and him trying to win with a sharpshooter and everything like that. So um, this, this was all really, really good stuff. But like I'm sitting here after the end of the match reading, and I'm going, I don't even know what to say to that because I don't think the words properly exist for me to explain how much I enjoyed that match. Yeah, and you know what? Last week, I, I went back and I watched the FTR and uh, Bullet Club Gold match, and it was so disgustingly good. <laughs> like, I I have no other words for that besides disgustingly good. And I didn't think that they were going to be able to top that, but I was absolutely proven wrong because this match tonight was so incredible. It was so good. I really really liked it and i actually thought that bullet club gold was gonna take it that second one right after they got the first one i'm like all right this is it i'm feeling good you guys got this and the the second time after the first pinfall they really they really stepped it up and they got kind of wild and i had high hopes and then i'm like oh man ftr's got it so going into the third one i was stressed i was very stressed <laughs> i feel like my blood pressure was up my heart was beaten and i'm like all right guys What's going to happen? Is FTR going to take it? Is Bullet Club going to take it? I honestly don't know. But I was a little disappointed. I'm like, oh, man, Bullet Club, you guys had it, but it's all right. I feel like I we feel have like, to get this match again. I feel like a lot of people feel that same way about the, about the result tonight. Like, the match was great, but I did see, Cresta, a lot of people online all kind of sharing the same sentiment of Bullet Club Gold should have won this. 
I'm of the mind, give FTR all the gold. I will say this. <laughs> if FTR hair and FTR bald one, FTR tattoo was losing, and I was okay with that. Sometimes you got to give it up. You got to give the sacrifices. I'll start from the back to the beginning. I'm glad that we got a decisive finish. Yes. When they said we got five minutes left, I was like, oh, no. Panic mode. Pure I'm not mad. panic mode. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, at the same time, AEW is the only promotion I know that'd be like, hey, you might actually get a time limit drawn. I was like, please, no. This was, I, I don't care. Get mad and argue with your mama about it. This was up there with FTR versus the Briscoes for me. Yeah. This was mm -hmm. a really good match. I implore you to go ahead and watch it. It's not as good as FTR versus Briscoes 3. Yeah, it was 3. It's not as good as that one. But I tell you what. This was really good. Oh, and for there. the first fall to happen at 48 minutes. No, sorry. That's a lie. For the first fall to happen at 25 minutes in and at 48 was the next one. These guys were going the distance. Yeah. I have to give shout outs to Juice Robinson because I feel like a lot of people, he's great, but he's kind of seen like the, the crazy gremlin guy. He yeah. put in work. He got beat up. He beat up Cash Wheeler a bunch of times. I was, was going to say, give, so a shout out. give a shout out to Cash. He was getting Cash beat up a tonight, lot too. Cash tonight, I felt like he sold for a mm -hmm. half hour. I feel like he just got continuously got his ass whooped. And commentary tonight, which was spectacular, by the way. Yes. Ian Riccoboni is that dude, man. Like, it, there was just a certain kind of energy and a flow and a just he had it. He had it working tonight. Like he at he's rapping during Willow's entrance. Like he was just having oh a ball tonight, <laughs> and it made the show that much more enjoyable. Like Kevin Kelly's really good at what he does, right? And I'm a huge mm -hmm. Nigel McGuinness fan, but there was just a certain kind of magic with Nigel and and Ian on the call tonight. He and was I very would, happy. I would not be upset to get more Ian Riccoboni on AEW programming. You got him use them more all right like that's that's just me throwing that out there so shout out to ian because he's really good at what he does but yeah man like i don't even remember what my original point was but yeah no yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just rolled right into the ian one i wanted to make sure i got that out there and i forgot what i was talking about i think i was talking about cash at a certain point but yeah he sold for like a half hour in this match he got his ass whooped commentary right when they started talking about how he's got no He's got no lungs left and that's you know when his and his legs are weak and he's losing like that was great storytelling from commentary really kind of putting forward what these guys put themselves through in this match i found my way back to my point i found my way back <laughs> you got I it will say the only person who's better than ian riccavani by his own words is his kid who's been clapping him up in the aew fight forever <laughs> he said that on commentary and i popped i was like you know what you all right mr riccavani you all right <laughs> We got some humper chats here. Uh, ES seventy seven says that first that that excuse me that first match. My God, he says G A W D all caps match of the year contender. Uh, I know Kevin Kelly ain't getting dumped, but man, if tonight didn't prove that Riccaboni is mm -hmm. the man uh, for the job, I don't know what will him and Nigel uh, just make a, an incredible one two punch rubber match at all in uh question mark uh look yeah i i don't care like where where, where are we supposed to go from here right because look we got wednesday iridian is the mm -hmm. blind whatever they call the tag eliminator have i mentioned i've been up since like 
before the sun came up and chasing around a four and a two-year-old and cooking and doing all kinds of stuff. I'm exhausted. But anyway, uh, so my brain is fried. I'm not going to remember the names of shit. I'm sorry. At this point of the night, I'm just not going to, it's we not going to happen. We get we get Ricky and uh, and and uh, Garcia, and then we got Adam Cole and MJF. Are we really expecting whoever comes out of that to win the tag team titles? I know everybody is loving MJF and Adam Cole right now, and I would expect them to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and going up against FTR, I don't know if they win the belts. And at that point, like that match happens and FTR retains, where do you go at that point? I, I I'm right back as far as I'm concerned. Bullet Club Gold. Let's go. See, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, all right, let's say if Bullet Club wins tonight, then you got Jay and Juice, and let's say MJF and Adam win. Then who do you want to have those titles? Because people are very high on MJF and Adam Cole, but also Bullet Club Gold is literal gold right now. So who do you want to have those titles? And I honestly don't know. I, I can't tell you who I would prefer to have those. I think in a perfect world, hear me out. Because we may like MJF and Adam Cole together as a little group, but uh, be for real. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm enjoying every second of it because this thing is going to end fast. It's coming exactly. like a freight train. Yeah. I... And I say that to say, what's wrong with Daniel Garcia and, uh, oh, my God, I can't think of Southern Man's name, and you just said it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone's brain has left. But what's wrong with J.S.? Thank you. What's wrong with Guevara and Garcia winning it? They're homegrown. They're yeah. JAS. So yeah. even if you have them go up against FTR and they lose, you have Bullet Club come in for that third time. Like, I want my rubber match. And then you finally have them beat FTR. I mean, I don't want FTR to lose. I, I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you. I, now that I get them and I understand where they're coming from, I'm always going to cheer for FTR. But mm-hmm. if it makes sense, and after the performance Juice and Jay White did tonight, it makes sense. Give the people what they want. Yeah. You have your finish with Garcia and Guevara winning because Adam Cole or MJF turn on each other. These two go, and then they get beat up by FTR for Juice and Jay White to be like, no, 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 no. Give me my run back. Yeah. And I think there's there's probably a good chance since FTR won this, tonight there's probably a good chance that it is going to be Guevara and Garcia because man you're really splitting your crowd if you put a white hot pairing of MJF and Adam Cole up against FTR it's like yeah who's the, who's the audience going to root for right they're gonna like turn I, on each other they're going to turn on each other at some point whether it's yeah. against FTR or it's against Daniel Garcia and them it's gonna happen but for all of that I'd rather push someone who may, maybe can become a tag team later on versus two guys who are very clearly single yeah. stars yeah. with the gun behind their back like I'm not gonna shoot you gonna yeah. Shoot. yeah yeah no 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 but like it, it would have made a ton more sense to put if if adam and mjf were going to win iridian to have them go up against bullet club gold because then you could have that moment where they got him beat the crowd is losing their minds adam cole's you know setting up to to win the match and then mjf turns on him right like that would have been that that gets you more heat than if you do that exact same spot against ftr which again makes me feel like it's going to be sammy and and garcia on wednesday I would hope so, just because this also furthers, you know, the Jericho Appreciation Society has kind of been rocky. We know he's trying, Jericho's almost being recruited by Don Callis. I don't know. I thought he was going to be in the Blood and Guts match almost at this point. Um, I mean, poor Jake Hager turned in his hat. Exactly. The man turned in his hat. Exactly. So 
I feel like now if these guys from the JAS are tag team champs, Jericho will kind of reel it in and be like, oh, okay, well, now we're collecting gold. Now let's do something with this because we haven't been getting a lot of the Jericho Appreciation Society. So I feel like this would be good for them. I got some more uh, Super Chats and Humper Chats to get through. Uh, Bizarro Big L says, very nostalgic tonight. FTR versus Briscoes 2 uh, was my first uh, Ring of Honor show. Those boys put on a clinic. Uh, Boston is going to shake the garden to its rafters. Card is stacked. So happy for Willow. Was that a Ricky heel turn? Question mark. I mean, ignoring Jushin Thunder Liger is a uh, big offense. First off, calling in Thunder Liger for that and nothing else. That's the offense. Like they didn't even bring that man. They could have put a janitor in that mask and no one would have noticed. Like, dude just, like, got the got the cup snatched out of his hands and is just standing there with his, what I can only assume was his what-the-hell face uh, as he's throwing out his hands, like, what's going on? Why am I here right now? At that least the whole check cleared first. Was, that whole, what, what did you say? I thought at least the check cleared first. <laughs> yeah, I hope he got paid well for tonight. Like, seriously. But, yeah, that was... Mm. I don't know about that. Uh, say I'm asking, uh, hey, Rick, are you still uh, recapping WWE Friday Night SmackDown? Uh, yes, we are uh, over on uh, another channel, but uh, we've been having some technical difficulties with one of our hosts the last few weeks. We're getting it cleared up. We should be back uh, regular next week. Parker Hines, uh, there is a, a reason why three hours of Raw is not popular. Collision was great, but by God, Battle of the Belts uh, was an absolute stinker. Uh, Vicky L says, this is for Cresta. Second time I've watched you. Love you. She says, Aww, oh, yeah, I love you too. Thank you. Keep on watch. Keep on keeping on. Uh, Brent Lockman says the lack of efforts toward battle of the belts is baffling more than anything. They knew they had three hours. They have a crazy roster. They could have kept everyone glued to the TV and they didn't. Uh, that pretty much echoes the, the sentiments of a yeah, lot of yeah. how we felt about uh, battle of the belts tonight and i look i was looking forward to sean spears versus you know luchasaurus i was looking forward to ty valkyrie versus tony storm i wish i saw more than two and a half minutes of that match um yeah, again not their fault but uh, is it are were those matches enough for me to stay conscious and focused if i wasn't you know obligated to watch him for this job nah my ass would my happy not ass would be in bed sound asleep at this point 100 percent uh bizarro big l says uh, i will take ian and nigel over Corey graves any day man Corey graves gets so much hate oh. swear to god uh and thunderstorms have been hitting canada and new england for weeks hopefully the uh new possible pay-per-view schedule eliminates battle of the belts hey first off first off if they're going to extend out the pay-per-views okay making battle of the belts its version of night of champions or clash of champions whatever you want to call it and actually making it worth something where stuff actually happens okay that's how you save battle of the belts like Agreed. if they're going to extend out because you know warner brothers uh, reportedly wants them to have more pay-per-views okay fine you already have all these tiny events turn battle of the belts into a pay-per-view turn blood and guts into a pay-per-view so we're not watching this match and then have to sit through three commercial breaks while we're going through it, you can yeah. turn that entire thing into your version of 
And believe me, I hate the fact that Hell in a Cell became a pay-per-view, but turn it into your version of Hell in a Cell. Just war have games. Just have one, or war games, whatever. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know, your version of Survivor Series war games. Like, you have all these little events that you do. Winter is coming. Turn that into a pay-per-view, right? You have all those little events. It would not be hard to extend their pay-per-views and make those. But then again, then they'd have to come up with a whole bunch of other different things to make their other nights feel a little bit more special. But maybe they change that around. Uh <laughs> I have to make that face only because it's like, yo, you have the wrestlers to do this. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, yeah. You have sure. to. You have to use all the chess pieces you brought up. You can absolutely do it. Uh, finishing out Bizarro Big L's Humper chat, uh, he says, "Rick, were you raised on a cup of coffee? <laughs> yes, absolutely, I was. And how do you type with these boxing gloves on? Oh, check the email. All right, there we go. <laughs> there are my bad Homestar Runner impersonations. Anyway." Had to get that out. I love that website. I spent hours of my youth watching uh, that damn website. Uh, KJ with a humper chat says, Whoop, hold on, screen moved on me. Bullet Club Gold has had five matches on Collision and lost three of them to the uh, various members of the Bret Hart Appreciation you can't Society. Say that. Uh, while the two out of three falls match was great, how do you build up a heel faction uh, when they lose more than they win? Okay, but it's not like the Bullet Club Gold isn't good. That you can yeah. make that argument if they were a sucky tag team, but these guys are fantastic. Mm -hmm. So I feel like them keeping, you know, they fight and give everything that they have and they keep losing, but this gives a little bit more to their story. Like they're going to get tired and they're going to have their win. And when they do, it's going to be a big one. I feel it. Yeah, I agree with that. And look, there's no shame in losing to FDR. Yeah, that's not. And they even put it over in commentary. They pinned them three times in a row, right? They got, they beat them three times in a row, just not with, not when it mattered the most. And by the way, can anybody tell me who, who lost both pinfalls for Bullet Club Gold tonight? It was Juice. Uh, I think it was Juice. Yeah. yeah Juice is Juice, loose. Juice got pinned and then he tapped. They are keeping Jay White as humanly strong as possible. How much, Cresta, can one man kick out of in this dang match? They hit, FTR hit Jay White with every combo maneuver they had in their bag of tricks, except for the shatter machine. And the man just kept kicking out. He had some of the best, like the, he had one so damn good, better than Roman Reigns does at 2.99999. He added a couple more nines and the crowd thought he got pinned. And he they, didn't tonight. Bro, the crowd was turning on this poor ref. I know exactly what spot <laughs> you're talking about. Because then they started chanting, we want Aubrey. I'm like, yo, no, he kicked out. Y'all didn't see it. Like, let this man rock. Oh, man. But, yo, Juice yeah. really proved his worth. And sure. I agree with what Iridian said, too. You can be built up by losses, but that yeah. only works when you have matches like this. I don't think it takes away from Juice and also losing the FTR. That's like losing a Roman Reigns, bro. Like, uh, that's yeah, not a, no. that's a tough <laughs> loss, but I get, he's a tight guy at the tippy top yeah. for a reason, you but, know? Like, I, I hate when feuds are 50-50 booked, but, like, this one really did work. Like, FTR barely got away with their titles and they lost a lot as as they built this up and i don't think they're done i don't think they're done but i do like how AEW is keeping jay white physically as strong as possible i mean within minutes yeah. he kicked out of a let's see a combo um the one i think the one that he had like the really close two count was that razor's edge neck breaker combo 
Uh, and there was a few other ones that they threw in there as well. I thought I marked those down, but uh, I guess I didn't. But regardless, man, they they hit him with every, with the kitchen sink tonight, and he still kept yeah. kicking out, which was absolutely uh, incredible. FTR versus Bullet Club Gold. Uh, this is from Ray O. Uh, might have been the best TV match of all time. AEW Collision is my favorite weekly show, and they just keep on bringing it. Let's effing go, he says. Uh, eloquent with a uh, super chat saying Jay White has mastered the 2.999999 repeated kickout tag team match of the year. Uh, J.K. Schwal says thankful uh, that the uh, Brewers and Reds uh, rain delay gave me uh, most of Bullet Club Gold and FTR without uh, splitting my attention. Sorry about the Reds, Rick. Still appreciate you. Yeah, it would be nice if they could, you know, score a run for the first time in three games. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, Uriel uh, Landeros. Respectful shout out to Iridian. Arguably the best smile in professional wrestling biz. But totally agree. Was falling asleep after FTR and Bullet Club Gold. That was honestly part. And that might have been part of my problem, Iridian, because we were talking about. Yeah. Before we came on the air, I meant we, we were in full agreement. Battle of the Belt was <laughs> a mess. Yeah. But the second hour of Collision tonight just felt a little flat to me. And I think part of it was because that first hour was so damn good. It yeah. was just the nothing. Yeah. Nothing they were going to do was going to top that. It didn't, it didn't matter. Yeah, and not to hate on that first match going on an hour, but when it came to like the 30-minute mark, and I'm like, oh man, this is going to be an hour-long match. And then I started thinking, well, how many other matches do we have on this card? Like, yeah. we have some really good matches coming up, and you're telling me that you're going to fit all of that into the next hour? That's what had me worried. And rightfully so, because that second hour felt really rushed. And even, well, I mean, we'll talk about this with Willow and Ruby, but they were going to picture and picture. And I was like, no, no, no. Like this match isn't even going to be that long. Why are you going into picture and picture that there's no need. And it was just really unfortunate. Cause that second hour, that's when it started to hit me. And I'm like, Oh man, am I going to make it to hour three? And I barely did. Yeah. Uh, they were still doing chain wrestling in high spots at 18, 20 minutes yeah. into the match. And I'm going, Oh man, there are TV matches that don't even sniff 18 minutes and y'all are still in your opening portion. You're you, yeah. you haven't even gotten to heat yet. Mm-hmm. And we're at 20 minutes. Oh yeah. This that, I, you knew. You knew that that was carrying the entire hour uh at that point. Uh Parker Hines chiming in saying uh notice that uh Bullet Club Glo- excuse me, Bullet Club Gold spit on the ground, not at FTR. New rule. Um, believe they're talking about the new uh, band moves list. I, I, I remember reading Sean's report about all of that, and I highly suggest if you're a FIFO Select subscriber to go back through and read read that over again. Um, I'm pretty sure any of like the the bodily fluid stuff was just for the in the crowd right like i'm that's if i'm i might be misremembering that it was a long report it was a big list um i i don't remember all of it but i highly suggest you go back and and read it uh again because i think there were some people who were arguing with sean about some of the spots on social media tonight shocker people uh, arguing with sean on social media you don't but, say yeah right <laughs> right 
but there's an entire new list of, of band maneuvers and ones that need to have uh, coach and producer approval. And, you know, you're not, I know you're not allowed to bleed in the audience, uh, especially on purpose. I know that was part of it. Uh, but it's all up there. Fightful Select, just five dollars. Uh, check it out. Again, I, I don't, I don't really know what rule, if anything, was was broken. But there was part of me, Cresta, that did want Bullet Club Gold to just shake their damn hands uh, after the end of that match. But no. they just they sneezed on him instead. Gotta be a bad guy till you die. <laughs> and if we're talking about still the pacing of that match, I will say that maybe the reason why the second hour didn't feel as good is because that first hour. That was a main event at the end of WrestleMania or at the end of All In, All Out. That was a main event we saw, and the crowd was fatigued. So even if, and I'm not saying that the Willow Nightingale Ruby Soho match was bad, but even if it was a banger, Mm -hmm. we're so fatigued because that took everything from us. From, like you said, 20 minutes, you guys were still doing chain wrestling. By 30 minutes, there were spot after spot, and by 45 minutes, it was spot, 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 hope. Spot, sweaty. You couldn't, you really couldn't breathe, bro. You couldn't breathe. So I I do agree with that, that it sucked, it took everything from everyone so much that the second hour had no chance. That's what they got. Hell, that this should have been Battle of the Belts. Just yeah. this. Yeah. Just this. yeah. It been been versus Here's Bullet Battle Club. of the Belts. Just call it Battle for the Belts, the tag team belts, and it takes up the entire two the oh, entire right. hour. Done. That would have been fantastic. Yeah. That would have been fantastic. And you know what? If we missed five <laughs> minutes in the middle of it because of a storm delay, all right. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, we missed maybe knees and a shatter machine out of the 50 mm-hmm. that was in that match. Yeah. Oh, uh, I okay, fine. I'll, I'll happily miss 8% of that match instead of 75%. Of uh, of Tony, yeah, pretty much the mm-hmm. entire thing of Tony yeah. and Taya uh, tonight. But uh, I did love the apps. I I loved the finish of this match, by the way, with um, Dax and Cash locking in the double sharpshooter. But they're both so freaking exhausted, and their knees are killing them that they can't hold the submissions in, and they both just collapse. And then Dax is like yanking down on his knee brace to take it off. So he can cinch in the sharpshooter and really kind of bend his knee back further and get the leverage that he needs to win the match. I thought that was such a creative, smart, innovative way. And again, how Ian Riccoboni and Nigel told the story on commentary. Maybe you didn't get it as well in person, but for the TV audience, I thought that was a absolutely brilliant finish tonight. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, cartilage be damned in your knee. It makes you look <laughs> so badass. It. I mean, like... Or from one standpoint, it's like, wow, you wearing this brace because your knee is messed up. But on the other standpoint, it's like, wow, you hate this guy so much <laughs> that you want to get that deep. I'm going to sit on your lower back. Screw my knee. Screw you. Damn, Juice Robinson, what you do to him? <laughs> I'll say this much, though. Adrenaline is a hell of a thing. All right. Mm-hmm. Adrenaline is a hell of a thing. When, when you're out there and you sometimes you take those big spots. All right. You don't feel it until the next morning. Oh, tomorrow? and trust me, he's gonna feel it tomorrow. Oh, those knees, yes, all those four knees ain't making dudes. it tomorrow. All four of these dudes, they're gonna feel it for sure. But <laughs> yes, they've been doing it for years. All right, they've been doing it for years. So everything is great. Uh, guys, make sure to get in your uh, super chats and your humper chats. Uh, we will read them uh, throughout the entirety of the show. We'll get to all of them, just like Brent Lockman. Another super chat. Thank you so much, Brent. You're killing it tonight. So, drinking game suggestion. 
Uh, every time someone does a quote band move, take a shot or don't because you will die. Uh, so there's <laughs> not during a John blood and guts next week. You want me to go to, to the hospital for alcohol poisoning? <laughs> I'll mm. do a shot of there, water. I'll tell you what, though, there was poisoning. now that it's just popping in my head, there was one spot early on in this match where cash was doing the, the press with juice and then he kind of just dumped them over like yes how petty the, like almost on the apron like like not in the middle of the ring you're supposed to do that in the middle of the ring because that's the quote-unquote soft part of the ring right the hardest you know, part dude, of the outside. the dude dumped him on the edge and i'm like what the hell do you do to you man like what well, that was i don't know if that was a mess up or or what but they, they really hate juice robinson <laughs> i don't know what he did but like they like listen, Jay White gets beat up, but not the way Juice Robinson can beat up. Man, they hate he, him. <laughs> look, he he's just getting his comeuppance for stealing all that honeycomb over the years. That's exactly what it is. Wow, or the pizza. He's had so many jobs. <laughs> Speaking of blood and guts, they ran an absolutely uh insane video package for this match that's coming up uh on Wednesday. Uh I did get to talk to Wheeler Yuta recently uh about blood and guts and that's up on my youtube channel if you want to check that out that's believe uh in pro wrestling spelled b-l-e-a-v um check that out we we dove into blood and guts and and anarchy in the arena and everything like that but we did find out who the fifth man for each team is going to be uh with uh, kota ibushi and pack coming back to to round out the field what'd you ladies think about the 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 fifth man reveal on wednesday and what are your thoughts heading into this uh just insanity that we're about to watch excitement i when pack came back i was like all right cool i have missed this guy he is so badass so terrifying that i'm like perfect he fits right in with the blackpool combat club and kenny poor kenny has a chair on him is getting choked out and he's like i have somebody too <laughs> look at the screen and i I'm wish like, he was here right now <laughs> Like, I messed up by having him send a video. <laughs> I was really hoping that he was going to show up. I'm like, all right, Kodo, where you at? And he was not there. So I was a little disappointed. But I'm glad that now, you know, we finally have this set and we have the Golden Elites, which just sounds brand new, right? I don't know what it is. It sounds fresh. It sounds like Dang. premium. So I'm here for it. I like that. But now we're going to have to, like, have, you know, the golden elite and bullet club gold like battle it out for the rights to you know to see who has the premium package right who gets to keep that because there can't be two gold gimmicks there just can't now i wish now i wish i had a manscape spot to play because that would have been like the absolute perfect lead-in like you just, you're putting it up you're, you just put it on a tee for me and i don't have a bat to swing uh, <laughs> next week next week <laughs> i'll send a message to sean we'll, we'll try to get that done but uh what are you looking forward to out of Blood and Guts on Wednesday? I have to also agree with Iridian. I've only heard whisperings and myths of the Golden Lovers <laughs> with um, <laughs> Kenneth Deshaun Omega and Kota Ibushi. And everyone was like, that was the thing. And when they broke up, wrestling was never the same. Hearts were broken. The land didn't heal for 700 years. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah. But if you guys have been watching me on the post show with Impact, you already know Blood and me... I'm S-A-W-F-T soft. So I am looking forward to this, but not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Because one thing about John Moxley, 
Mm. He gonna bleed. He gonna bleed. He gonna bleed. Dude, well, last year, <laughs> forget John. Forget John, right? Like, I'm used to that. All right. Yeah. I might I might as well see a traffic light, you know, and see John Moxley bleeding. I see it so often. Mm -mm. Last year, the 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 image that I can't get out of my head is Angelo Parker being hung upside down from the cage rafting, just oh, blood right. gushing down his face like he had just lost a battle with Predator. Like the dude got strung up like Bill Paxton, God rest him, in Predator 2 on the train card. That's the oh, image that I have stuck in mm -hmm. my head. Cresta, I'm with you. Pop that. I'm with you on that, Cresta. I, you know what? When Blackpool Combat Club was a thing, uh, initially when they started to be formed, I had a very tough time because I'm like, all right, I love William Regal and I love Mox, and everyone was getting initiated and everyone had to bleed, and I was like, why? Why? Is why? Why? There's no need for this. Like, just have a good fight and call it a day. And I'm like, all right, now they're gonna get Yuta. And I'm like, oh no, now Yuta's gonna bleed. Wheeler. This is this is not <laughs> good, sir. And I've gotten used to it, but it's still not my favorite thing. So blood and guts has always just been like I'm I'm excited for it, but I'm very terrified as well. Same. The only way this could get worse, and this is a joke. Let me preface and say that this is a joke. I'm kind of joking, but I'm also kind of serious. Is if Darby Allen was in there, let me really get blood and guts. And I, oh, I can't, God. I can't, I can't. I think they're excellent performers, and I'm I know I'm missing something, but every time I'm like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm weak, I'm soft, man. I'm a baby. Honestly, uh, seriously, but like the, the blood doesn't so much bother me. Angelo stuck with me, right? When he got strong. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing I can't deal with, doesn't matter who it is, is when they bring out that razor wire table. Ah! Uh, no, 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 no. I'm out. Nope. I'm out. No, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> By the way, you brought up Wheeler Yuta. One thing that he told me that <laughs> I, I really felt bad for the guy. So he ended up going through a bunch of thumbtacks last year, mm. and it, it the cameras didn't catch it. So he went through a bunch of thumbtacks for nothing? and had that spot and no one on the TV audience saw it. We fighting. <laughs> so whatever to... happens to that poor man on Wednesday, especially since he's going in there limping with a, with a hamstring injury, I hope and the you know, catches it. And you know, they have you to take some of the harder hits. Oh, like, of course. He's the 26 year old. He takes the he's pins. He, ta he bleeds and you're just like, not going to capture it. How rude. At this point, he needs to go under the ring and make best friends with Dan Housen and start cursing people. <laughs> I would have torched something if I had done that spot. Mm -mm. Went through the and I'm back there and the, like the doctor's like taking tweezers and pulling them out of my freaking. He should have gone. He needed to be on Instagram like live. And then as, and then, and then somebody comes into the trainer's room and is just like, hey, yeah, so sorry, we missed that spot. It wasn't on TV. I'd be like, You fucking kidding me? Say what now? <laughs> say that again, but say it louder, please. Exactly. I would have been like, I'm walking out right now so these people can see me. Who and missed you it? can just, mm -hmm, yep. Bring the technical producer to me right now, please. Thank you very much. Someone's getting fired. <laughs> Someone's getting my foot up their ass. That's what would happen. That's as soon as I get these tacks out my back, my foot is in your ass. <laughs> uh, so we got the Owen Hart finales tonight, ladies. Uh, starting off with the ladies, Willow Nightingale versus Ruby Soho. Uh, Ian Riccoboni brought it up earlier. Rapping to Willow's entrance theme was one of the all-time greatest things I've heard on commentary. 
Uh, even Nigel had to give him props for it. Uh, it was Nigel just... cooked him. Nigel's like, what was that? <laughs> it was great, though. I love it. it was, he's, such, he's like the nerdiest white guy ever, and he killed that. Uh, this was a good back-and-forth match. It's hard to follow, right, because this is the first action after that. We had the video package, but it's really hard to follow what we had. The crowd seemed a little exhausted, understandably so. Um and there's only there's only five thousand people in that venue, so there's not a lot, uh, a lot not a lot of makeup ground there for uh, anybody else. But uh, Ruby almost wins this match because you know we we got to get the damn spray paint in there that that's become a crutch now. But she at least tries like to get cute with it. She tries to get Willow disqualified or at least enough uh-huh. to distract the ref so she can hit the no future kick. She puts it in Willow's hand. Referee takes it. She hits a no futures kick. Gets it. Ends up getting a two count. And then she tries to do the spray paint can. And then this one just came off like yakety sacks because she was clearly coming in way too high. Yo, I haven't heard that it. saying in forever. <laughs> and she like, this is one of my pet peeves. Like I, I get why they do it. I get why they do it, but at certain camera angles, it just looks, so, she came in with the swim move with the clothesline with the, with the spray paint. And it just was clearly like, I'm trying to hit you, but I'm not really. And I'm, I'm, I'm swimming over you. Uh, so again, I get why they do it just for the safety of it, but it, it, the camera angle they had, you could clearly see it. So that kind of took me out of it there. And then the way Ruby, God love her, just like comically threw the spray paint can out of the ring after she got hit by Willow. I'm like, subtlety girl, look up, look, look up the name of it. But you don't see anything. <laughs> oh God. Uh, just chuck this. <laughs> I love Ruby to death so much though, but she tries with the spray paint. She misses wildly. She ends up uh, getting eaten with the uh, sit-down powerbomb. And Willow, surprisingly to me, Iridian, wins this match clean as a sheet. I found it yeah. very interesting. There was no member of the Outcast that came out with Ruby. Surprisingly to you, but I knew that Willow was going to win. I knew it in my heart. I was no, so no, happy. Not, not that she was going to win, that she won clean. I guess, clean I guess. Sheet, but like, You're right, because Ruby was on her shenanigans game today. And she was like, Aubrey, you need to check this this turnbuckle. Something's at the turnbuckle. Yeah. And it was just like not working. And that travel size spray is literally, it gets uh-huh. on my nerves every single week. Like I know she's got to take it to TSA. So she needs a travel size one, but we got to get rid of that. Honestly, you guys know how I feel about the outcast. Like this was an important match. It didn't make sense that Ruby didn't have anyone there with her. Like, if Ruby was going to win, you needed to have somebody there. Where was Soraya? Where was she? I don't know. I don't know. But um, And the fact that Tony was there. Like, we knew. Yes. Soraya wasn't there. Okay, fine. I understand that. But, like, there wasn't even an explanation of why Tony wasn't down there. And the outcasts doing what they do to help each other win has been the story of Ruby's rise in this entire tournament. Without the outcast, uh-huh. she doesn't beat Britt Baker. Without the outcast, she doesn't beat uh, Sky Blue. So why was she out there solo against Willow Nightingale? We didn't even get – just give me just give me an explanation. Okay. Give me an ex- even, some kind of explanation. Tony didn't even come out to the ramp. Like, you could have at least just made an appearance. Yeah. And she didn't even do that. So now I'm thinking that the outcast, which I already didn't like – they had to be gone yesterday. Now they had to be gone the day before yesterday. Wow. <laughs> they need to be done. No, I agree with you on that one. Because, like, I see in the chat, people are like, oh, well, Tony was preparing for her match. Bro, these chicks cheat. That's what they do. And I thought it'd be a nice little bow to um, 
uh, Ruby not winning last year, getting cheated out her boots by this girl. And this year, this time, you cheated yourself out your own boots. I think this was the right call to have Willow win it. Don't get me sure. wrong. Sure. But I think that Ruby Soho at some point needs to do something because she can join that Lance Archer club of, hey, we're great people that you don't do nothing with. I, I, I get annoyed with her and Serena Deeb specifically because it's like, please do something with them, especially Ruby Soho, who had a huge pop when she first got here. Yeah. I get it, but where where are the rest of the outcasts? I agree with Iridian. That's I don't want them gone like yesterday, but I don't know. I might have to give you your pink slip soon. I don't mm. know. <laughs> I mean, that it would be a hell of an image to put the outcasts out there with Soraya standing in the middle, and you got Tony Storm holding the AEW Women's Championship, and you have Ruby Soho holding the uh, the Owen Hart belt over her shoulder. And, you know, all of a sudden that group has some some major clout there, right? There's some believability there. But, like, for me, this just felt like a match. Like, and I know it was a big match, but there just wasn't much storyline progression. They really didn't even kind of lean, not even commentary. They didn't lean into the fact that these two have history with one another on the show. It just felt like, oh, hey, uh, here's... Here's that. Here's what we do so well, right? Because they show that promo for Blood and Guts, which is a match that they have been building to since October when Hangman Page got concussed by John Moxley. Okay, they have been building to that for over what nine months at this point. Yeah. And then here comes this this match right here, and it's just like, yep, it's the Owen Hart Finals, and they mm-hmm. didn't lean into any of the storytelling that they've been doing mm-hmm. with the Outcast. They didn't lean into any of the history that they had done with, uh, w- with Ruby and 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 Willow. None of that. It was just, oh hey, Willow won, and here's a commercial break. And I'm just it, like, yeah, very that. Yeah, that, it that's felt that's flat. They didn't make. They didn't treat it like it meant something. Yeah, and it felt very, very rushed. Um, after they did the picture in picture, and then you know Willow got her win. They did the confetti, and then Willow literally runs up the ramp and calls it a day. Tony Khan is there with his little cowboy hat and they call it a day. And I'm like, that was literally like a minute. She didn't even get to celebrate. What happened? I will say this. At least she got that because the next match it was, and it was over. So at least, at least she got that. At least she got that. Let, let, okay. Let, did, did we really need this match? Mm-mm. Brody King and Malachi Black, Kings of the Black, right? Or King of the Black Throne. They defeat, um, if I who, heard their names correctly. Who were correctly, they? I didn't hear their names. Artemis, Artemis, Spencer? Artemis Spencer and Randy Myers. That's who I have, too. So, baby, we yeah. on the same page, Rick. We on the same page. Yeah. Uh, they were playing the roles of uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy and Jeremy Jobbers tonight. Uh, oh, so, as- so, so sorry for that because, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not calling them Jobbers. They were playing the role of jobbers tonight. Like, that was your assignment. Go out there and do the damn job. And you know what sucks? Much like Wheeler Yuta, where it wasn't televised, the Brody spots outside, the cameraman missed both of them. That kid got thrown (laughs) into the railing twice, and the camera caught none of it. I'll be honest, too. The people who I felt bad for were Jimmy and Jay. (laughs) Now I hate you, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) I felt bad for them. I felt bad for Andrade's mask, and I felt for Andrade El Idolo. That that name is that name is killing this commentary. That I, name is giving it to Lesnar. I think what happened was because Nigel said it right, so I think they had it in their notes phonetically spelled, spelled <laughs> as as the E Do Lo, right? So Nigel said it right because he emphasized the right dough. Yeah. Um, 
the 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 e because so it's idolo but yeah. poor poor ian was emphasizing the wrong thing and he said the idolo and i said oh I damn it yeah. damn it <laughs> every single time he said it differently yeah. john his name is getting cooked out here in this he, he, he just he just could not Mm-mm. find the right syllable to put the emphasis on it you know what i'm saying like he just the emphasis he just <laughs> He just couldn't find the right syllable. You know, it's it's it is what it is. It happens the best. It's um. I mean, I when he said it, it's not a a hard. It's not a hard. eh. It's not an easy name. I'm shutting up. I'm having. (laughs) Look, when when Ian first said it, I'm like. Wait, I thought it it was Elo. It caught you off guard, and then the second time you're like, "Mm, "That's not right." I'm like. Son of a mm-hmm. bitch. Have I been saying it wrong? It was the same effect, right? When <laughs> Soraya, when Soraya showed up and they called her Soraya. I'm like, are you shitting me? Have I been saying this wrong for literal years? Have I been saying this name wrong? And no, I just don't have any confidence in myself that I was the one that was right. And somebody else screwed up for once. But yeah, <laughs> it was the same thing. I'm like, he he kept saying it. He kept saying it over and over tonight. And I'm like, well, he sure as hell believes it's. Idolo, idolo, idolo. That's what he said, right? Idolo. Yeah, he said idolo. He emphasized the do instead of the e, but it's okay. Next time, there's always next time. That's true. We'll see you next week. Ian, mm-hmm. listen, if this was your one mistake, and like I said, it's been messing up the commentary booth since it started, so it's you're fine. Hey, it's day one, really. Yeah. Look, there ain't nothing wrong with pitching a no hitter. He didn't have the perfect mm-hmm. game tonight, but he pitched a no hitter. He was absolutely spectacular. Sometimes um, you go six and zero. Oh, sometimes you zero oh and six. Mm. So next week, we talked about this earlier. Next week, they've set up Trio's championship match on Collision, House of Black versus the Acclaimed. That was the whole point of having the Acclaimed go out there and do what they did at Battle of the Belts. Andrade is floating around out there. Do we think we could see a title change next week with a drop with Andrade possibly getting involved here? So you wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. So you mean subtract daddy ass and add idolo to that and then you can no. see it <laughs> no i'm saying the acclaimed and daddy ass win because andrade el idolo comes out there and does some bullshit with his mask and house of black is probably gonna leave you know buddy matthews out there to get it to get pinned because he's the guy who always eats it for this group <laughs> let me tell you why i hate that it's a great idea on paper but remember when we talked about the Mirror Appreciation Society of Underused Wrestlers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Mirror All-Star team. Yeah. I put House of Black, specifically Malachi, in that as well. And it's like, they just got the titles. I feel like this is the most significant story. And then they're going to lose it to Check's Notes, the acclaimed. <laughs> Nothing against the acclaimed. But, like, Check's Notes, the acclaimed, the the, the same Brody King that was literally by himself mm-hmm. hanging people with just his forearms yeah. are going to lose to the no shade, but like, don't, don't, don't. No don't shade, don't. but a little shade to the acclaimed. Um, just because it's like, I don't feel the same anymore. You know, they used to come out and you're just like, oh my God, it's the acclaimed and it's going to be great. And now some of the reps aren't as great. And it, you like you could have just done a promo. I don't think you really needed to be out here. Um, so no offense to the acclaim because everybody on a video like, package, you know. You said this like, in an email. <laughs> we, we didn't have to be here, right? We could have got more time elsewhere. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think the acclaim is as hot right now, and I don't think that they're getting those. Well, I have a question for the both of you then. 
Yes. If let's say Andrade does interrupt, why mm. have him interrupt for the acclaim? Why not just get now? This name messes me up too. Mm. El faction de los Inab- Oh, don't that's la, that's all you get. La facción de los ingobernables. Those guys. Mm. Roosh is already there, so that's why she's on this show for mm. things like that. Shout out to because I would have been the Riccaboni. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. I take pride in, you know, announcing names correctly because it's part of my job, but I would have fucked that up. So, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Iridia. <laughs> 10 points for Iridia. Love you guys. I'm here for you. <sighs> but, yeah, Our... what do you think about that instead? Instead of, like, the acclaim, to have, the, have that faction come and take it off of them. You already have Rouge and yeah. you have Andrade already there. I don't know mm-hmm. who the other faction members are, but they're always bringing it up on commentary. That'll actually be a good program for House of Black instead of the acclaim. No shade. And well, and here's the other thing because the acclaim they got their thing going on with QT as well. So there could this this whole match reeks of Tony Khan's gonna be on his bullcrap, right? Like it, it's like <sighs> we're gonna get gang faction war type level stuff. And like, there's going to be a bunch of chaos. And if everybody's out there getting involved, maybe Brody King grabs somebody like daddy ass and chokes him out and pins him. Right. Like Billy Gunn is there to lose. Like that's that's, like, that's what he's, that's what he should be there for. Like he, he's jacked out of his mind and is like the eighth biggest guy in this company. But like, he's still what 50 something, whatever it is like at this point. He shouldn't be winning titles, right? Right? I mean, he looks good. They're over. Yeah. But I feel like the time to strike for the acclaimed was a couple of months ago. And now trying to give him the comeuppance is kind of like, they're great, but that ship has sailed. You should have yeah. been did this. Yeah. So, got it. Billy Gunn is pinning uh, Malachi next week. Uh, Disgusting! <laughs> That's what's going <laughs> That's what's going down. There's my official uh, prediction. <laughs> All right. Our main event for collision tonight was for the Owen Hart men's cup, Ricky Starks, CM Punk, a very loud mixed reaction for CM Punk. This has been one of the very interesting things of his return has been what cities adore him, what cities hate him. And the boos were significantly louder than the cheers, but the cheers were at least there tonight. We did get some CM Punk chants during the match from the minority there. Um, I loved the showmanship and the gamesmanship in the early goings of this match. Ricky hitting the shoulder tackle and then doing the, the go to sleep pose as he's staring uh-huh. down at, so uh, at CM Punk. <laughs> Punk dump. Th- this was interesting, right? Because they do the whole hip toss block, hip toss block, hip toss block. And then CM Punk finally dumps him out on the ring and he falls down. There was an exchange between them where Ricky, I don't know if you caught it. He goes, what was that? Yeah. And CM Punk looks at him and goes, it was an accident. Get your ass back in the ring as he's like sitting down on the middle rope there. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Was that a little, that just seemed kind of out of place to me. I don't know. I just, I put a star by that. It was just interesting to me, but I mean, Ricky is Cresta all up in his bullshit on this one. Like the, the, the old school, the new old school that he does on the top rope. Uh-huh. How that man can dance so smoothly while walking a tightrope, it is unfair how talented he is to be able to pull that off. Okay. Every time uh-huh. he does it, I am in awe of just the, the and I know, I know CM Punk is holding his hand and he's helping him balance. I don't give a shit. It's still impressive how he can pull that off. It's insane. To me. Totally agree. Totally agree. <laughs> this match 
they in the very beginning, like you said, a lot of them were taunting showmanship for showmanship. And I do like how in the beginning it was very even. It was very evenly matched. Now, I have a revisionist memory and Ricky Starks won clean because you're being cowards. You're being Same. cowards. You should have just let him win clean. You didn't need to do all this extra. He has to turn. Stop being a coward. Like, <laughs> and I say that in the sense of Ricky is amazing. So is CM Punk. But CM Punk got the natural heat right now. Let mm -hmm. this man lose or let the cheating thwart him or just have it send CM Punk down a rabbit hole of jerk badassery. You should have let Ricky Starks win clean. I mean, there were so many spots Ricky Starks did that was just great. The near falls. When he when he had CM Punk, I think CM Punk was on the outside. And he, no, it was on the corner turnbuckle. He yicked CM Punk's feet, like, get the hell yeah. out of here. Mm -hmm. That was heelish enough. You didn't need this man to hold the ropes. Again, mm -hmm. I choose to believe he won clean. You're, you're being, don't, don't be afraid. Come here, baby. Don't yeah. be afraid. Don't be afraid. The yeah, fans but... already hate CM Punk and they weren't going to turn on Starks. I promise you that. Yeah, Punk was uh look how this match ended, right? Because Punk was doing a lot of, of Bret Hart tributes, uh, -huh. uh, and the crowd was not here for it. Uh they were doing it <laughs> the time that he did it. He hits the pile driver on Starks. Uh he slows over to a cover, uh, gets a two count. Ricky spears punk out of the damn ring right there, and you're like, <laughs> like he they missed the, no. he missed his spot, right? Like that's what they were setting him up for. He goes for another spear, and then Punk reverses it into the guillotine. That was so smooth. It was really uh -huh. great. A fantastic counter. Too close to the ropes. Ricky gets his foot on there. Then they do the Hurricane Rana off the top, and then we get into the roll-up, counter, roll-up, counter, and Ricky grabs the rope. And I'm like, okay, so Ricky won. Mm -hmm. But what the hell does this mean? And then he runs up the ramp, celebrating, just like he won the damn Super Bowl, and they got Justin Thunder Liger up there to hand him the, the, the cup. And he just snatches it out of that poor man's hand and just runs off. And I'm like, did we really bring Liger in here for that? But Yo. okay, did we, did he just, did they turn Ricky heel? Like, is that what they just did on this? Why are you turning him Justin Thunder Liger? Why would you do, what this man did nothing but came and get his check to give you something. <laughs> so mad <laughs> like the ending of that was just so strange you could have had two feel-good moments because in the grand scheme of things what did you do with these belts and cups last year nothing just have the feel-good ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Iridian, to, to make mm -hmm. it to compound the situation even further yeah. i was expecting some kind of a reaction some kind of advancement of what we saw because they actually did the ceremony mm -hmm. later on in the night yeah. they presented the cups and the belts to to willow and and ricky and the way that cm punk was reacting after the match right he mm -hmm. had he was pissed he's like did did what i saw just really happen are they really going to screw me out of this mm -hmm. he's he's over there talking to you know uh I forget his first name, but I think David, David Benoit, he's over there talking to him mm -hmm. on, the, on the outside and yeah. going, what the heck just happened? He looked mad and pissed. Having CM Punk crash that ceremony to ask Ricky what the hell mm -hmm. is the perfect story advancement for CM Punk, whatever you Agreed. were going to be doing there. Like, dude, like have him go up there and cut a promo on Ricky like 
You didn't earn that. I hope you just something as simple as enjoy it. You really earned it or something like some kind of dig in on there to just do something. Instead, mm -hmm. we just get Ricky up there smiling like he just won prom king. And that's as it. he should, as he should. He should be up there smiling. You can't have this man a... turn heel and then be up there just smiling baby face again. And I could argue that he didn't turn heel, right? Ricky did what he had to do. There's times every there's a lot of matches, plenty matches, where people just grab the rope for a little help, okay? Ricky Starks was tired of having to deal with Punk for weeks on end. He's like, I need to get this win, and that's what I'm going to do. And after fighting that, you know, the two hours, it was coming to an end. So we need to get out. We need to go to the next show. Ricky was just like, I got to go. Give me my trophy, and I got to get out. So sorry, dude. Don't, you know, that's what I think happened. And if anything, I love this I, history. I love yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, if anything, I blame CM Punk. So I don't know. Because I'm we definitely had to rush. We definitely had to rush the end of collision tonight to yeah. open up Battle of the Belts just to go right back to where we left off. We definitely had to have yeah. that switch, that changeover. That that was very important to to rush out to to restart it three seconds later. Something that I will say, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they gave Ricky Starks streamers and they gave Willow confetti. So I'm like, we could have had the same kind of celebration. I feel like the streamers made Ricky seem like a bigger deal than they did Willow. So that's just know, me. I, did, I didn't notice that. Um, I, I'm, I'll be honest, I didn't, that doesn't. I didn't me. notice I, that. I don't, I don't put one over the, I don't have like a ranking as far as like, they could have dropped balloons for one of them. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like as long as you're just celebrating them, but That's maybe fair. give them some pyro or something, you know, you know pop it off a little, a little special. <clears throat> maybe even too for the ceremony with Dr. Martha Hart. That is someone I feel like in AEW, they treat that woman with the absolute cameras as they should. She looked sure. like a rootin' tootin' snack tonight, respectfully. She looked really great. So I could understand CM Punk wanting to be like, all right, Dr. Martha Hart was talking to you. I'll yeah, wait, and, and but I'll that, see you Wednesday or Saturday. Oh, I got right. you. And may, but you still could have Punk interject after Martha had done her thing and True. it looked like we're going to commercial break. He doesn't have to interrupt the ceremony. He could wait till it's over and Willow's up there smiling and holding up her belt and Ricky's holding up his belt and then Punk comes out with a promo and just something quick. Something really, really All quick. Right, knock it off. We, we had a ton of pipe off. We had a ton of bullshit, right? And I know timing was <laughs> was an issue, but there was a ton of bullshit on this show. You could have trimmed the fat somewhere. Do we need the That's QT true. Marshall thing tonight? Do we need that nope. with him and Hobbs? Do we need nope. that tonight? Mm -hmm. no, oh, who is he going to fight? Lance Archer? That's going to be Lance Archer's big win. Yeah, he's going to beat QT. Um, <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. All right, uh, guys, uh, we're going to wrap up here. But if you have any more Super Chats or Humper Chats, any comments you want to get in before the end of the show, get them in now. I will read them. In the meantime, Meridian, what's <laughs> going on this week? You guys, you guys can head over to my YouTube channel at Rest Friends and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, threads there's so many social media apps these days lord jesus you literally can just find me anywhere type my name in i'll pop up no worries and every saturday of course you can find me with my favorite crew here of cresta and rick we are covering collision every single saturday which thank god is back to two hours next week cresta what you got going on oh my god. ladies and gentlemen don't be like me watch impact wrestling
<laughs> See you every Thursday over on this very fightful channel with the Joel Pearl. We talk about all things on wrestling. And on Saturdays, I am here with Riccacino and your rest friend Iridian talking about everything that happens on AEW Collision. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can find me on either TikTok, Twitch, uh, live watching wrestling with you. No uh, video because DMCAs do exist and I don't want to get banned. And uh, that's all I got for you. If that was a lot, you can follow me on Twitter. Cresta the star. There's a link tree in my bio. See you in the funnies. Rick, where can they find you? Uh, I am on Twitter, threads, and Instagram, all at my name right there, at uh, Rick Uchino. Those are the one-stop shops to find uh majority of my work, which most of which can be found on the Believe in Pro Wrestling YouTube channel that is spelled B-L-E-A-V. I uh, got some new interviews, like I said, with Wheeler Yuta that is up there right now. I also spoke to the entire cast, not the entire cast, but Six cast members of Heels ahead of season two on Stars, including Stephen Amell, who you may remember, a uh, good friend of Gold Dust, Stardust, excuse me, uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, so that is up there right now. You can check that out. And I'm not going to say who because I never do until it's done, but I will be talking to a member of AEW next week. And that interview will drop next week on the Believe in Pro Wrestling YouTube channel, again, spelled B L E A V. So if you want to know, if you want to see it, check it out, hit that subscribe button would really appreciate the support. All right, I'm going to do one more sweep. Super chats, humper chats. We're clear. We're clear. Uh, well, maybe. Nope. I think we're clear. All right, yes. I'm going to check it again. We're clear. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. All, all 300 plus of you who stayed with us throughout the entirety of the show. If you like the show, give us a thumbs up. Uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe to Fightful's YouTube channel. Subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. And... Just $5, FightfulSelect.com. Get all of Sean's scoops. It's well worth the money. Trust me. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy uh, what is now your Sunday morning uh, on the East Coast anyway. And we'll see you next uh, Saturday at 10, 10 p.m. on the Eastern Standard Time. Take care, everybody. Bye, friends. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.